Hey friends, welcome back to Witch Church. It's Mal. Happy Mercury Direct. I'm coming at you live on Monday morning, October 18th, 2021. Mercury just stationed direct. We're in the clear. <laughs> just kidding. Let's let's take it easy until like the beginning of November because that's when Mercury will officially exit the shadow period. But I would say you know, we're we're okay to celebrate. We can still have a little celebration today on this beautiful Monday. Also on Monday, October 18th, Jupiter station direct as well. So now we're cooking here. Now we've Saturn station direct last week. Today, Mercury station direct and Jupiter station direct. This is interesting and I would say the highlight for the astrology of this week ahead is Wednesday's full moon in Aries. Um, I mentioned this in the recording of my sermon, but this full moon will be will be perfecting at 27 degrees Aries. So if you have any placements that are like 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29 degrees of the cardinal signs, so Aries, Capricorn, Libra, Cancer. This full moon is definitely going to be spicing up your life. (laughs) And here's the thing about this full moon. Um, It also includes uh, Mars and Pluto, Um, Because on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we have this sort of Mars-Pluto square going on. Um, This aspect is actually going to be the strongest on Thursday, but I could definitely see this aspect also playing out in the energy of Wednesday's full moon. And what does this mean in English? What happens when Mars and Pluto get together in a square? Well, let's dial it back and let's think about who Mars and Pluto are in a planetary context. Mars, we have the planet of war and action, and Pluto, we have the planet of the underworld. So when the planet of war and the planet of the underworld (laughs) are having a little bit of a a, a fight, (laughs) you know, we can really start to examine our own energy and how the ways in which we choose to exert our energy may harm others, um, but also the ways in which we choose not to exert our energy may be harming us, right? A good example of this would be, you know, like the energy of people-pleasing, in a way, when we're people-pleasing, we're almost making a choice to not exert our energy because we're trying to, quote-unquote, keep the peace, right? Um, but then, on the other hand, an example of overexerting our energy would be just completely, you know, micromanaging and taking control of a situation or really adopting the the my way or the highway kind of mentality and I think both of these energies can be present with a Mars square Pluto aspect and I did mention this word in the sermon you're about to listen to but just to reiterate I'm thinking the the word of the week (laughs) if we can have one I'm really connecting to this word willpower. 
um, in relation to this Mars-Pluto square. And what is willpower? Well, you know me, I'm going to read you the definition right now. (laughs) Um, Willpower, according to Google, is uh, control exerted to do something or restrain impulses. I'll read that again. Willpower is control exerted to do something or restrain impulses. So that's interesting because when I think of the word willpower, I think of like a Viking charging forth with their arrow, you know, going to war. When I think of the word willpower, I think of someone doing something important or going forward with a huge rush of energy um, and just like a massive fiery ball of physical uh, motivation, if that makes sense. But according to the definition of willpower, willpower can also be used to restrain ourselves, you know. So that's the thing about this week. Um, all this willpower energy in the sky, do you need to use your willpower to push through on something? Do you need to use your willpower to um, face a challenge, face a fear? Or does your willpower need to be used to restrain impulses in some way? Um, Or maybe reconnect with why you are breaking an old pattern or no longer talking to someone or no longer in this relationship or no longer living in this place, you know, those can all be examples of how we sometimes need to restrain ourselves from going back to the old pattern, even though with a Mars square Pluto aspect this week, our impulses are very strong. Okay, so that's kind of my food for thought before y'all get into the actual sermon recording this week. Um, It really is this question of, do I need to use my willpower in this moment to face my fear? Or is my willpower better used to restrain myself from making an impulsive decision that actually is not aligned with what I truly want for my life, okay? Um, So big, big week with this full moon. Um, Let me know if you end up watching Legally Blonde. (laughs) That uh, That was my movie rec for the week. Uh, You'll find out why in a moment. I'll just mention really quick that this week I did open a a bunch of stuff in my schedule. So if you have been looking to book a session, tarot, Reiki, astrology, I have some autumn specials going too. You should be able to get in with me this week. Um, So come on in. Let's, Let's talk about Samhain. Let's, you know, set our energy. Let's uh, align our energy. There we go. (laughs) Sorry, Mercury's still, you know, still at that stationary degree. So hopefully this all made sense. But lots of love to you all. 
I'm hoping you have a very transformative Aries full moon and we will talk next week. Guys, it's Mercury. Mercury stationing direct Eve. We have a big week ahead, I think, in the astrological world. Although I feel like October has just been so hectic astrology-wise. So it feels like October's not really giving us much of a break with the dramatic astrology. But um, but especially... I think the next couple days leading up to the Aries full moon on Wednesday, it's definitely spicy. So I don't know if anybody's already feeling that, but I went to bed last night and I was like, and I was just like lying my head on the pillow and I was like, man, like I already feel this Aries full moon. Like I really do. Um, And I am like, the moon's in Pisces right now, right? So we still have a little bit of time before the moon moves into Aries, but I'm already feeling it. I already I already feel this Aries full moon coming. Um and also, okay, hang on. I'm checking the the astrology of this full moon, but um I wanted to know, I'm looking at the degree in which it takes place. Okay, so this full moon this week that we have um on wednesday october 20th will perfect at 27 degrees aries okay so again if you have cardinal placements if you're an aries libra capricorn or cancer you have those placements in the later degrees like 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, this full moon is going to be spicy for you. <laughs> um, I'm like, oh, yikes, this this full moon is, uh, I just realized it's forming a T-square with my Venus, so we'll see what happens there. But this Aries full moon, what's interesting about this week is we also have a lot of Mars stuff going on, okay? Today, the sun is squaring Pluto, and on Wednesday, Mars will square Pluto. Yeah, Mars will square Pluto. (laughs) Okay, so I was tuning into this, and um, I think you'll be excited for these. Hopefully, my tarot students are excited that these are the cards I brought today. Um, But... Wait, there we go. Okay, so the energy of this week, I think with this Aries full moon, um, hey friend, um, I think the energy of this week with this Aries full moon, it really reminds me of this part of the tarot. Um, The six of wands, the journey from the six of wands to the seven of wands to the eight of wands. and I would love to know, even if you don't read tarot, um, what's your vibe when you look at these three cards? Um, what is your vibe? Um, do you get any intuitive feelings <laughs> when thinking about the six of wands, seven of wands, eight of wands, like this little journey here? 
I think is going to be um, really important to remember this week with all of these squares to Pluto, um, all of these Mar this Mars energy. Aries is ruled by Mars and this week is the Aries full moon. Um, so it's a spicy, spicy week. <laughs> um, Juliet, you said, I am deep in the seven of wands. Um, and Jen, you said, I'm so in for an end of this journey, ready to cash in my chips. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Okay. I was extra inspired by the seven of wands. Like, the Seven of Wands for me feels really important right now. And we were just talking about this in my tarot class last Thursday. We were finishing up the Minor Arcanas. And we were talking about the Sevens, the Eights, the Nines, and the Tens. And this card just like hit me really hard in class. And the way we were talking about this card in class, it was really eye-opening. Um, and... If you don't, if you've never really considered this card before, even if you're not a tarot reader, even if you're listening to this recording on the podcast later, Google Seven of Wands, Rider Waite Smith, and just kind of look at that picture. Um, and we have this guy, um, he's kind of like, we were calling him the Game of Thrones dude, because <laughs> he just looks so intense, right? Like, we don't see many characters in the tarot with this sort of like um really intense like like battle kind of facial expression and we also don't really see many people in the tarot with this kind of physical stance um like he looks like he's about to take someone down right <laughs> um and what we don't notice about her is that we we don't realize that there are other people in this card kind of like behind the scenes because these six wands that are like coming up to battle them um they're kind of like other people i kind of describe it as that one scene in mulan at the end if you know you know <laughs> you know like when like there's like this like i don't know there's like this scene where i can't explain it if, you, if you're looking at the card and you know the movie Mulan, you get what I'm saying. Okay, so really what this card is representing is our challenges kind of bubbling up before us. Um, however, we have to realize that she is in the superior position in this card. Um, we have to realize that um, even though it's technically six against one, um, the main character, the main star of the show is in the superior position and may very well be able to conquer this challenge. And why does this person get such a great challenge at this point in the tarot? Well, remember, where did they come from? They came from the Six of Wands, right? And the Six of Wands for me is like, the self-belief card like it's like you need to believe in yourself um there's a lesson about um knowing that you can do it and being able to do it 
So it's like we gain this lesson about self-belief and we have this lesson about confidence in ourselves. And then look what comes next. It's like the universe is like, all right, put your money where your mouth is. <laughs> like, all right, cool. You believe in yourself? Amazing. You're finally acknowledging how much you're capable of? Amazing. Um, you are like realizing how far you've made it in the journey. You're realizing how capable you are of overcoming challenges. Amazing. Um, great. Here's the test. <laughs> and you know, the number seven, I don't know if we have any numerology people in here, but the number seven to me is really like a spiritual lesson or like a spiritual challenge. Um, in some way, it's like the point of evolution in numerology. Like this is not necessarily a challenge of the material, but it's like more of a challenge of our trust and faith in some way. I can't really explain why I feel that way. It just, that's the vibe I get from number seven. <laughs> and Alexandra, you said he seems powerful and like he is done with whatever is affecting him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and why am I bringing this card up this week as we enter into the full moon in Aries, as we enter into the sun square Pluto and Mars square Pluto of this week? Like that's some really spicy energy. And, you know, when Mars and Pluto are getting together, we're kind of faced a, a, with an obstacle typically. Um, but we're also learning about our willpower um, and what does willpower really mean? Willpower is kind of like, it's a mental thing, if you think about it, even though the, the phrase willpower, like it kind of evokes something physical, but really this is your will and your will comes from the inside right so mars square pluto is actually an excellent excellent transit to kind of check in with what you believe about your own capabilities okay um mars square pluto is a good time to check in with like it kind of sounds basic but like is your mindset, is your mindset um, in tune with what you are trying to physically or material materially accomplish? Um, is your mindset in line with what you really want? I've been noticing lately, there's been a lot of self-doubt kind of coming up, um, which is also a Mars square Pluto thing. Because anytime anything squares Pluto, we're kind of faced with a fear. Um, we're faced with that like boogeyman under the bed <laughs> that's not really there, but the mind tricks us to thinking it's there, you know? Um, and I think that lately I've really, I'm going to use this week to kind of reignite, reignite my willpower, reignite my self-belief, <laughs> reignite the sort of inner seven of wands feeling which is I can overcome this like I am capable of facing this challenge 
And also, something was coming up with the um, Seven of Wands to my friends. Um, just because it's hard doesn't mean you're not meant to do it. <laughs> you know? Just because it's a challenge, just because something challenges you and is hard for you, um, doesn't mean it's not meant for you. Right? And... I hate to say this, <laughs> sorry if this is too salty, but um, sometimes I like, I guess this is my own reflection to my own ego story. So it's really me being salty about myself and some of the fear stories that come up. But sometimes I think about like my fears and um, like basic let's say basic business owner fears, right? Like for me, it's like, oh my God, like what if, um, what if I never get a booking again? <laughs> like, like that really, like that is a fear. I'm like, what if, like it's an irrational fear, but it's like, what if all of the clients I've ever read for are like, I've helped, like I've, I've, they're gone, like, I, they're not going to come back, and there's no one new, and I've already, like, filtered through everybody on this planet that would vibe with my reading, and what if my business is over? <laughs> like, <laughs> again, this is an irrational fear, right? Um, but that is kind of a fear that comes up for me as a business owner, and I'm sure other business owners can kind of uh relate in some way even if you're not doing like astrology and tarot readings um anything like there's always that day where it's like business is slow and you're like fuck like what if they're done coming to the store right like <laughs> like what if we shut like it, it's so interesting so i think in these um in these moments where our fears pluto when our fears are coming up, um, it's a little bit of like, uh, if you really had a conversation with that fear, it kind of reminds me of Elle Woods, like, what, like, it's hard? <laughs> like, like, it's kind of like, is it really that hard? Um, is it really, is what you are afraid of, is what you are confronting really that hard? Um, and again, maybe that sounds harsh. Maybe it sounds salty. And maybe the answer is, yeah, like it is challenging. But again, um, like in that sort of L Woods way, um, what if it wasn't as hard as you thought it was going to be? Right. Um, what if it flowed easier than your fears could have ever imagined, you know? Um, what if you overcome this way more easily than you ever thought? Or like, like there's just something about this week that is like you will be rewarded with that L Woods mentality <laughs> of like, what? Like it's hard and just like keep going. And, um, it's almost like making fun of your fears a little bit, right? And, uh, Aaron, you said I love all your movie examples. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. I love, I love movies. I love relating tarot to the, to movies. And I, I do think that 
even the character of Elle Woods is very Aries Libra kind of uh, uh, dichotomy to me because um, if you think about it, should we all watch that movie tonight? <laughs> I've, I know every single word. It's my favorite movie. Um, but yeah, if you if you rewatch that movie, think about Elle Woods in the sort of Libra Aries opposition. Like the whole movie, the impetus of her journey is about like getting back together with a relationship, right? Like with um, what's his what's his name Warner. <laughs> Like, that's how her challenge begins. Like, her challenge begins in kind of like a Libra relationship kind of way. But then it evolves into a very, like, Aries journey, right? Where it's like, no, this is my journey. And even though it's hard, I'm still going to do it. And I can... Uh, my limitations in life are... Um, are related to the limitations of my mind, right she's a gemini vegetarian yeah <laughs> see i'm gonna fight that whoever wrote the script i'm gonna write in and i'm gonna say no l woods i don't know if she's a gemini i really i get aries vibes from her um in a really beautiful evolved aries kind of way i get mars vibes from her and it's actually kind of the perfect she's kind of the perfect example too of like mars in libra because mars is in venus's sign right now right and yeah and uh mars in libra is like concerned with harmony but like it goes to battle for beauty or goes to battle for harmony um goes to battle for the relationship right so i don't know it's a good it's a good kind of uh thing to ponder like what if your challenge if we put it in l woods terms <laughs> whatever you're like applying to harvard law school challenges at the moment what if you're fucking gonna get in and then it's gonna be like what like it's hard right like what if we really pursued our current challenge as though we were going to succeed right um also you know what an interesting thing is that i heard on a podcast it was um it was an interview with jennifer goodwin who's just an awesome actress you might know her if you watch once upon a time she's um she's snow white in the show once upon a time so i love jennifer goodwin um she's also in one of my favorite movies called uh mona lisa smile which stars julia roberts and i watch that movie a lot too um that's also a good aries libra kind of uh, movie um but anyways um i was watching a podcast interview with jennifer goodwin and i can send it to you if you dm me i can copy the link but Jennifer Goodwin was talking about how um, she's actually married to Prince Charming from Once Upon a Time. Uh, like, she, she, like, met her current husband on, like, the set of Once Upon a Time. But when she was first, I think during, like, season one or season two of Once Upon a Time, she was engaged to another person. And she was talking about how she's like falling in love with Prince Charming and, but she's engaged this, uh, this other person and she's having these realizations about like, I don't think I can be with this other person, but because I'm like suddenly kind of falling in love with 
unexpectedly with this new person and she was talking to her mom and they had already sent out the wedding invitations or they had already like started planning the wedding with the other person and she's talking to her mom and she's like mom like what do I do and her mom just says like her mom said canceling a wedding isn't that hard (laughs) and I just loved that because it was such a perspective shift like canceling like in that sort of like crisis situation like your ego is going to be like canceling this wedding is the end of the world right um like I can't do it I can't disappoint all these people but what if you just flipped the script and was like canceling a wedding isn't that hard people cancel weddings every day um and same thing with your challenge too um breaking up with your significant other that you know you're not going to be with you don't want to be with anymore breaking up with them is challenging but maybe it's not that hard right moving out isn't that hard I'm telling that to myself (laughs) buying a car isn't that hard people do it every day um facing your fear of flying it's not that hard people do it every day like I don't know like there's just something like I get I am sorry if that's too harsh but there's something I get um out of flipping that script of the most challenging thing in front of you flipping the script into it's not that hard people do it every day like (laughs) um and maybe that's me who's who's I've spent a lot of moments in my life like really crippled by fear. Um and um yeah, exactly, Morgan. It's not that hard. It's just a fear challenge. Totally. Leaving your job isn't that hard. Like finding a new job isn't that hard. And, and again, is it is this entirely the truth? Like I don't know, but there there is something about this narrative. Um and Amy, you said needed to hear this. I want to raise 1.2 million for a passion project, which seems impossible. But then I said, well, people raise enough money all the time. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like, um, whatever you're trying to accomplish or whatever your dream is that you do think is like too far out or too impossible, like, it's like, no, actually, people do it every day. Like, <laughs> um, and that, that is kind of seven of wands to me, six of wands, seven of wands. People do it every day. Um, and Kara, you said I pulled the seven of wands and 10 of swords in a breakup context last night. I totally get the message. Yeah. Like, um, oh, and this came up for me. Um, here's the part where we talk about my therapy session. <laughs> here's here's the part of which church when I we trauma bond um but I was thinking about how um um uh, I was in therapy last week and you know there's such a big fear of mine like after you go through like a really bad breakup you never want to go through it again and um you know I've recently like opened my heart back to the dating scene this these past couple months and like that I've realized how fearful I am of like just the breakup and I think that roots back from kind of a traumatic breakup I had like a really long time ago and it's I still kind of carry it in my heart and kind of like a three of swords way 
because I'm human and like I don't want to get hurt and whatever but I was talking to my therapist kind of about this and how it's kind of blocking me a little bit from opening my heart up right now um and my therapist was like all right let's go back to the the OG breakup like what resources did you have in that moment and I'm like it like shook me because I was like oh fuck like actually way back when when I had that really kind of traumatic breakup um I didn't have a therapist I wasn't on my spiritual path didn't have tarot cards I did have astrology but I didn't have it in the context that I have now I didn't have my own business I didn't have like self-worth that was being derived from pursuing a passion like I have now and I just had this moment I was like holy fuck like I will never be in that position again like could someone break my heart again yes um so could someone hurt me again yeah but I at this point I have so many different resources like I'll never quite be in that same place again right and like I'm a different person and like I didn't fucking have all of these self-help books <laughs> um you know like I didn't have I didn't have this shit when that happened and now I do so there's just kind of also uh, a situation here this week with this Mars square Pluto where we might realize just how much we have evolved or we might have to tell ourselves like you're not the same person anymore. Like you're afraid of history repeating itself, but uh, you're not the same, right? You have more resources, you're more evolved, and that's gonna allow you to be the L Woods, kind of like what, like it's hard kind of a moment, right? Um, and uh, Morgan, you said, I just moved across the US to leave an abusive relationship and I feel challenged daily to break the cycle of this relationship. So hearing that I'm in control makes me feel like I made the right move. Absolutely, Morgan. And again, like I think any, any abusive relationship dynamic, I mean, I heard someone say the other day that um, it's harder to get out of a toxic situation than it is to get out of a healthy one. And I just feel like that is so, that's the vibe right now in astrology with everything. Like, I think there's a lot of people removing themselves from toxic situations and thinking about how they should go about it. And I usually don't talk so much about relationships on my channel, but I, I, there's just something right now, I think in the sky with all this Aries Libra stuff going on, like it's, it's there, you know, it's coming into my sessions and it's coming into my own life, right? So sending you good vibes morgan i i have faith in you um and courtney you said i love this perspective and carrie you said it totally resonates yes amen amen so here's what happens okay go with me here we start to believe in ourselves we start to kind of be like what like it's hard we start to have that l woods mentality we start to flip the script and even if it isn't going to be easy, like having that, ooh, like what if it's easy? Or what if I can do it and I'm completely capable of doing it, right? 
And then we get into the Eight of Wands, right? And this is what follows. And this is the card of pure alignment because we have clear blue sky, Eight Wands shooting down from space, <laughs> shooting down right from Cupid's arrow, Cupid's bow. Um, and, you know, this card represents like us being aligned in a body, soul, a body, mind, spirit way. Right. So I think once we get into the mentality of like, yes, I can do this. Yes, I am capable. It isn't that hard. Um, like I can do this. I have a, I am have a one up on this situation. Um, then things start to flow, right? Like that's literally how the tarot goes. Um, these things start to flow so much easier. Um, and hang on, there's something, there's something I want to tune into. Can you <laughs> hang on a second? Mm, okay, I get it. I get it. Okay. <laughs> um, spirit is like, shut up now. Like we need to talk to you for a second. Um, <laughs> um, stop talking. Um, all right. So also I think the eight of wands can be like the moment where we do overcome the fear and we're we literally realize like wow like we realize how much of a kind of a a hold our ego had on us and there have been so many fears that i've faced in the past year um, and maybe this goes along with the fact that I'm in a strength card year, but there's been so many fears I've faced in this past year. And after I face them, I'm like, what the fuck was I fucking scared of? <laughs> like, don't you hate that? Like, you're like, wow, like this literally controlled me for so long. And once I faced it, what the heck? Like what and there's a siren going off as i say this but like what was i fucking afraid of why was i so afraid of being single again this is fucking awesome right <laughs> why was i so afraid to leave my mediocre job again this is awesome this new job is awesome right <laughs> like um <laughs> why was i so afraid to um take this dance class this is making me happy. Like, you know, like it is, in, it is incredible. Like once you do face that fear, it is really uh, like you look back at it and you're like, wow. <laughs> you just like look at the ego story and you're like, wow, that, that did hold me back <laughs> for, you got me ego. Like you got it. You know, so I've had so many moments like that in my life where oh, I, I sometimes I think to myself and I think I've said this before on my podcast, but there's just been so many times in my life where my anxiety or my fear have almost kept me from doing something. And then I do it anyways. And I like and after I do it, I literally have this really profound moment of gratitude where I was like, oh, thank God. I didn't miss this. Like, thank God I didn't let the fear story take over. Because if I had let it taken over, 
I wouldn't have experienced this. There is one regret. <laughs> I have one regret in life. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, but there is this moment of regret where um, I was in Malaysia and I think I was having just like a really like, I think I was overstimulated at the moment and I had, I was having kind of a, an emotional day there or something like that. And my roommate, my sweet, sweet Gemini roommate, um, she was going to see turtles hatching because, um, we lived on the East coast of Malaysia together and, like there's turtles that are hatching and I'm like and I didn't go and I'm like you're such an idiot like you're never gonna see that again like that's a one in a million chance <laughs> to go see these sea turtles hatching and going into the ocean and you didn't go like and again like that was that was a moment where it was like okay anxiety like you won but then there are other moments like I could have just not gone to Malaysia at all and missed that whole thing, right? And be in a completely different place right now. I could have not started my own business and never met all of my clients that I adore and that I love, you know? Like, I could have gone to grad school and been miserable right now. Like, there's just so many... There's just... Think of all the routes that could have happened if fear took over, right? And let that be your inspiration in a lot of ways this week. Um, and Alexander, you said maybe the universe is prepping you for the right moment to see the turtles. <laughs> I hope so, yeah. Let's let's pray here that I'll get another chance <laughs> to see the turtles uh, <laughs> at some point. And when I go back to Malaysia, which I sure I'm sure I will at some point, um, I'll do my eat, pray, love, um, Julia Roberts. You know, back to Malaysia at some point, and hopefully. Hopefully the sea turtles and I will align again. But a lot of conquering our fears this week. Um, now I will say that um, my final words on this full moon. Well, Mercury again, Mercury stationing direct Monday. Jupiter station, stationing direct Monday. Um, full moon in Aries Wednesday. Mars square Pluto Thursday, but we can probably feel that Mars square Pluto all week. So do be mindful that it is an intense week. Uh, do be mindful that it's, um, it's an energetically intense week. It's spicy. As me and Kate from Girl in the Galaxy said on our October forecast, it's, it's a spicy week ahead but the thing about astrology is you can use it to your advantage and if we can use this energy to fuel us and to think about things like courage and bravery and capability and endurance that's a great way to use this energy versus mars square pluto could have us kind of um in a little bit of a paralysis because Mars square Pluto tends to give us a lot of energy. But if we're too afraid to use that energy, then we kind of get into that paralysis kind of stuff. Um, so, and oh, Juliet, you said it might not be the same, but you helped a bunch of turtles hatch in summer camp. Uh, 
I'm gonna cry. You're making this Pisces moon cry. Um, <laughs> um, and Amy, you said, I don't think I can handle the third week in a row of intense energies. I have one thing to say. What? Like it's hard. <laughs> we can do it. This is a karmic time for sure, but there's something to this time. Remember that. And I think we have everything moving out of Libra to look forward to. <laughs> I really think it's the Mars and Libra that's really right now. But there's always something to look forward to in astrology, just as much as there's something to say this is horrible, right? Because that's just how the sky works. So boom, my friends, that's what I got for you today. That's what I got for you this week for our weekly message. Um, I do have a lot of openings this week in my calendar and I just opened up some more spaces. So if you would like to book a session, um, that's all on my website. And um, what else? I think that's about it. I just put out a new YouTube video. If you can subscribe to my YouTube channel, it's Mallory Hasty Astrology. That would be amazing because I'm trying to get to 100 subscribers so I can change my link because <laughs> you can customize your link once you get to 100 subscribers. So send good vibes. Help me out. Help me get to 100 subscribers this week. That would be awesome. And um, I would love to be of service to you right now. <laughs> so if you need um, a card pulled or any prayers or good vibes sent to you by the group, um, or if you have a question or need a book recommendation or whatever you need, I'll try my best to be of service to you. Um, so let me know, um, uh, let me know what is cracking. Let me know what's coming up for you. Alexandra, you said your Friday calendar for October 22nd needs to be revised. Okay, I'll check that out. Maybe there's a typo on there on my website. I'll definitely check that out. Um, and elevated vibes, you think? I think Mars is squared to Pluto in my natal chart. Yeah, let me see. Mm, it, we'll, have to, we'll have to check that out. <laughs> Um, Allie, you said I would love a card pulled for the final phases of my housing transition. Closing on my new house and listing my old house today. Prayers are appreciated. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm in full agreement, Allie, that, you know, Mercury stationing direct tomorrow and Jupiter stationing direct tomorrow will really, you know, give that energy, that moving forward energy for you in the in the real estate department, right? Um, and let's use the sacred symbols today. For some reason, I'm really, um, I'm really feeling the sacred symbols. So a card for Allie's new journey. Oh, okay, this is so nice, Allie. So you got guides. Um, so I think the message here is to just really know that your guides are with you at this moment know that you are divinely guided in this next chapter and i think also ali your your guides your ancestors your spirits whatever you want to call them i think they're really acknowledging just how much you have partnered with them over the past couple months 
And also, um, it does take a lot of courage and faith to make the moves that you have done and you really put your trust in spirit. And I think they're kind of acknowledging that in some way. And um, I think there's like a there's like a, pr a proud moment, I think, coming from spirit. So just continue to partner with your guides. Know that you're divinely protected as you move forward and know that this moment is really, I think there's something faded about it, which is really beautiful. So that's what I got for you, Allie. And um, Morgan, you said me, I have a card pulled for my heart. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm sending you heart healing, Morgan. Ooh, ooh, Morgan. Okay, so we got talisman and we have karmic path so this is really a beautiful sign i'm not are you in your saturn return right now because this is saturn and saturn is the planet of like tough lessons and challenges but saturn's also a planet that like when you agree to saturn's lesson um like it's almost kind of like you have to agree to saturn's lesson <laughs> Like it, it, Saturn's the teacher that like doesn't give you the choice. Like they're like, no, you have to take this test. And if you refuse this test, it's just going to come back at you in a different way. So know that I think whatever heart healing you're doing in this moment is really, it could have the potential to shift your life and could have the potential to shift the type of relationships that you will manifest in the future. And it is shifting your relationship with yourself. And I think that's why the key is here at the moment. Um, it kind of reminds me of like the cheesy phrase, like the key to your heart. And you know, you are the key to your heart. And I think this is a moment to really unlock your own heart and unlock your own you know, maybe challenges or your own baggage or maybe even your own trauma and really kind of taking this moment of healing, don't take it for granted because Saturn wants us to take things really seriously. <laughs> but if you do take this moment seriously, I think there's a lot of rewards that will come. It's not immediate. It's not next week. Uh, but you know, you're, you're going to see how this moment, I think, is really going to catapult you into a different frequency and a different way of living your life. So very, very Saturnian message for you, Morgan. Um, hey, Jessica, you said, could I have a card? Thank you again for our reading earlier this week. Highly recommend to anyone on the fence. Oh, I'm so glad that helped, Jessica. Um, all right. And I hope you're feeling better. I actually kind of feel like your energy is better right now. So that's good. Um, ooh, okay. There we go, Jessica. So you have lucky and air. Um, so I think the, the element of air is a lot about our words, how we communicate, and also the stories we tell ourselves. So do really examine the story. Keep examining the story you have about this current moment in your life. Um, the story could be this absolutely sucks or the story could be this is a challenge that is catapulting me into something greater. 
right? Like, there, there's a lot of, like, story shifting that's going on here. Um, but also with the Lucky card coming out, um, <laughs> I always, I always get reminded of, you know, one time back when I was working in the shop, I did have this guy come in and I remember pulling him this card and, and he was telling me how he felt like he was cursed and, <laughs> and he was like, he's like, nothing ever goes right in my life. And, you know, the lucky card comes out and I was like, dude, like, you're not cursed. Like, you're only cursed because you're saying you're cursed. You wake up and you say I'm cursed. Like, <laughs> like, so mode it be, right? R words are spells. So with this lucky message, it, it's kind of like, know that there is luck going on in your life, even if you can't quite see it yet. And know that you can attract remember like the the horseshoe is like magnetizing so you can attract good things at, in this moment and know that this is a good moment for manifestation surprisingly so take advantage of this moment i think that's the that's the message here and sav you said y'all i need your support energetically today as i finish a huge creative project that is due tomorrow morning i'm stressing but definitely trying to embrace the l woods energy uh yes savannah i am in full agreement of you finishing this project with flying colors i'm imagining as you finish you know fireworks going off and you just feeling really proud of yourself and really happy with the um end result and i'm imagining that this finishing of the project will really be like a beautiful capstone for you so um i i mean the the moment you finish is inevitable like it, it is inevitable it's already yours so don't doubt what you have going on Okay, um, and Katie, you said a card pull would be amazing. Big shifts happening in my plans. Yes, we have a few witch church. Uh, what do we call it? Uh, witch church. Um, what is it? What do you do when you go to a church? What are you called? Um, <laughs> patrons. We have a few witch church patrons who are making really big moves. Um, parishioners. There we go. <laughs> parishioners. <laughs> okay, Katie. So you got death. Don't be afraid. <laughs> this is actually a really beautiful card. I like how the skull is coming out of the rose. Um, so I think this is a moment where there's an identity shift going on, Katie. Like, I think there's, um, I think there's a moment where, like, old Katie is like, you know, I, I'm having a rebirth. Like there's an entirely new chapter opening, um, that has to do with maybe home job, maybe relationship, new beginnings, not necessarily like a new person, but maybe there's some new chapters happening in the relationship that you're in as well. There could be new things going on with family. Like death really does translate a lot of the times to the new beginning 
but also how difficult the new beginning can really be because it requires us to integrate and it requires us to really take this new moment slow. So I think the advice here, Katie, is for the rest of October, just start getting to know your new self. Even though it might feel safer and more comfortable to act from the place of the old self, do start getting to know at least like what your new self is becoming. And it's okay in the death moment if you're grieving your old life in some way. Because sometimes even though we weren't completely happy with the old life, it was comfortable, right? So there's a little bit of like this feeling of uncomfortability coming up right now. But I would, I would actually advise just allow yourself to be uncomfortable. It's not bad to be uncomfortable. You can be at peace and uncomfortable at the same time. Okay. Um, Savannah, you said, I already feel better tuning in for a little while, sending all of my love and support to you all. Um, thanks to I'm sending it right back to you. And, um, Alexander, you said, can I request a card for guidance for my one daughter that needs guidance? Sure. Maybe, yeah, maybe we'll ask like, how can you support her maybe, um, in some way? Let's see. Okay, so we have trust and nature spirits. Okay, so what's really coming through is like the need for grounding. Um, And I think right now it can be a really psychologically trying time. I think a lot of people are mentally struggling um, just because the astrology has been so intense. You know, it's been it's been hard to really trust. This is the card of trust. It's been really hard to trust that things are going to get better or like um, I I can also see like the dip in like the fall season coming into winter is kind of a natural time where we might be faced with grieving or even in Ayurvedic medicine, this is vata time as I learned from my dear friend Heather. So vata time is very ethereal and cold and a little bit ungrounded. So I think the message here, maybe for both of you, is to get back to the body. Maybe go for a long hike or cook like a really nourishing meal. Um, There's something about just spending out time in silence outside in nature and letting that energy heal oneself. And also there's a strong message about getting away from technology or social media or something. So I don't know if that is relevant at all to the situation but like just taking a break from like being so overstimulated by the outside world and really being at peace with the trees and maybe a beach or whatever wherever you feel called to go with nature so um and elevated vibes you said i would love a card pull i'm starting to heal my eating disorder sure elevated vibes i can do my best i'm not a therapist but let's see what comes through here um okay okay so you got transmute um so i think the message here elevated vibes with um this snake in this transmute card 
is it's kind of going back to my original message in the beginning like knowing that you are capable of um of healing this if that makes sense because the word transmute is about taking one energy and turning it into another energy and I think sometimes, especially with our relationship to food, um, our relationship to food from my limited understanding, again, we're, I'm not a therapist, but food always, always roots back to um, our ability to parent ourselves, even our relationship to our mothers and our parents and, you know, what we were taught about nourishing ourselves um at a young age and you know food has uh, it's never just about food right like it's always something there's always something beneath it right so i think this is a good sign elevated vibes that you're starting to really get to the root of um this challenge that you're having and also starting to transmute that energy um and realizing that healing is multifaceted, right? Um, so and also transmute is sometimes about seeking help and guidance. So I would suggest not trying to do this all alone and making sure that you have some kind of support. Um, okay. And, um, oh, Morgan, you said you made me cry. I have hope for myself and my daughters. I'm so, I have hope for you too, Morgan. <laughs> um, I absolutely 120% know you're capable so um mal could i get a card for how to move through this full moon as it i feel like it's a bit of a doozy <laughs> i feel like we're all gonna come to tarot class on thursday night and <laughs> we're just gonna be like like that emoji with like the x's over the eyes we're gonna be like oh my god that full moon took me out um <laughs> all right kara full moon messages Okay, let's see here. Ooh, Kara. Okay, you got Divine Masculine. Ooh, that's kind of interesting. Um, so I think this is about, uh, there's two things that are kind of coming through. And I think this might be about, for you, balancing divine masculine the divine masculine energy or we can maybe call it yang or the divine active energy if masculine isn't a word that you love um so i'm thinking that um an overexertion of the divine masculine energy leaves us exhausted feeling burnt out and feeling like we're forcing and pushing something to happen and too little divine masculine energy feels like we're scattered and we can't make a decision and we're not moving forward because we're scared so can you find a middle ground this week with like with that like oh gosh i'm scared i don't know what to do versus the other side of the spectrum that's like i'm pushing and i'm forcing god damn it like let's you know like like uh, like where's the middle ground for you how can you find a middle ground this week and by the way kara this will be difficult you know because mars mars pluto square you know that is not you know like like if we can if we can find a middle ground in that that's 
that's that's going to be beautiful but it's hard you know the shadow side of mars square pluto is extremism um so so i think this is ultimately going to bring you back into balance oddly so just remember that as as things may come up this week okay um and Noel, you said, if there's time, I would love a card energetic support for myself as I'm doing an ambitious physical art performance this week. That is so Mars square Pluto. What the heck? Okay, love it. Um, love it, Noel. Um, do you have Mars square Pluto in your chart? I feel like you have that in your chart. Okay. <laughs> um, relief. Ooh, Okay. I think there's going to be something really cathartic about this um, experience. So if you're feeling nervous or you're feeling a little bit scared to try a new thing, relief kind of feels to me like it's setting you free in some way. And maybe let this performance be a ritual or a spell. And um, maybe it's relieving in the fact that it goes really well or it makes you feel more connected to yourself or it brings you in community with other people that feel really validating um whatever it is i think there's just like kind of this like you might be nervous and me saying don't be nervous isn't gonna help you not be nervous but i'm just getting like it's gonna be a great experience in the end and it'll be kind of um It'll be like a catharsis, if you will. Okay. So, Maria, you said, if there's time, I would love a card. My grandmother passed recently and my mother is really struggling. Oh, I'm so sorry, Maria. I'm sending, um, I'm sending good energy to your family during this time. Um, and let's see if we have any cards here. Okay. Safe travel. I'm not sure, Maria, if you're thinking, is, is there something physical, physically travel? Are you going to be traveling back to your home f to visit your mom or something like that? I don't know, but maybe, maybe there is a chance to plan a trip or see her in the next few days, or maybe she's, or in the next couple months, I mean, and maybe she's also planning to come see you. I'm not sure if there's like a reuniting kind of message here um so if you've been on the fence maybe this is a good idea to kind of um have that to look forward to during this time but also i think the safe travel card is a message maybe about your grandma as well and i think this could be about her safely passing over to the other side if that language feels resonant to you um and i feel like it's a good message for knowing that although us on earth, you know, we are grieving and we have to grieve because that's part of our earthly experience. It's part of our soul's journey, if you will. Um, and again, I don't want to put my beliefs about the afterlife onto you, Maria. So if this doesn't resonate, let it fly. But I do believe that there's like, once we do cross over, I think there's like just like this great relief and there's just like this immense amount of peace and i think there's just this like infinite safety 
Um, so just knowing that, you know, your grandma is safe and her spirit is safe, if that helps you at all, Maria. Okay. Um, Aaron, you said, can I get a card for how to, how to relate to my lack of motivation? I feel this. Okay. Healer. Well, Aaron, has it ever occurred to you that um, maybe right now in this moment, it's not so much about external production and maybe you're, you're actually spending a lot of energy healing something more internal? And what if you are doing a great amount of things right now? It's just more on a psychological, mental, emotional level. Maybe you're learning to rest or learning to allow yourself to just chill out. And maybe you're regaining inspiration for your art. And, you know, when we rest, when we are just gaining inspiration for our artwork or we're just living our lives, like sometimes we won't have material things to show for that. And that can kind of trigger our ego into thinking, well, I'm not actually doing anything important. I better get motivated and start making shit, you know? And that's just not the message I'm getting here, Erin. And I'm feeling like it's not to say motivation won't come back because it absolutely will. But maybe this is more about allowing yourself to be in the, like, the flow of a little bit less productivity because again maybe there's some emotional internal healing that's going on right now that is more important than your your output your material output okay so that's what i'm getting at this moment um and um let's see i want to read all these comments i do have to run in like a few minutes or if any of my tarot students are here know that i'm coming <laughs> i'm gonna start our zoom in a second i have a tarot study hall after this um but um can um gloria you said possible card pull to help distinguish what the test is i'm going through like what chapters am i supposed to be studying <laughs> okay i like that this might be our last card um for the day um all right Ooh, okay meditate i like this it feels like um what's coming through is like this sort of cliche of like the spiritual awakening or the spiritual path or the spiritual journey um like it's not actually about like having a bunch of crystals and <laughs> and tarot cards I mean you can have those things and they're beautiful but I think whatever place you are in in your journey right now or like this test that you're going through is maybe realizing that um sometimes the most spiritual thing to do you know sometimes the the third eye awakening is going to therapy you know like sometimes the third eye awakening is reading a really good book about healing um sometimes like the studying right now feels a little bit more spiritual if you will but also remember that like you could read a book about crystals 
Or you could also read a book about uh, attachment trauma. I'm making this up. But, you know, like, who's to say that that book about crystals is inherently more spiritual, quote-unquote, than the book about attachment trauma, right? Like, they're, they're both getting at similar things. So I think when it comes to studying, I think it's just really about examining what is coming up for you in this moment and strengthening your spiritual practice or even developing one in the first place might be a really good idea. Okay, so, um, and, um... Oh, Honey Jelly, you said, will you ever consider giving horoscopes reading for the planet alignments, like for Aries, then Taurus? I love that info on your podcast. I do, I'll do that sometimes, Honey Jelly, like when I have time on the podcasts. Um, yeah, I, I, that's a great idea. I'm going to definitely take that to the, to the vision board. So thanks for letting me know your interest. And, um, and thank you so much, Alexandra and Noel. You said looking forward, look always look forward to which church. The messages today was so spot on. Um, Monday can't come soon enough. Ah, um, you guys are awesome. And I will um, if I did not get to your question or uh, have time to answer your question today. I'm in full agreement that spirit will come through for you <laughs> in some other way um this week maybe with the full moon and i'm in full agreement that you know your question will be either answered by spirit or your own divine knowledge will reveal the answer to you in time okay um so yes many blessings to you all i'm echoing noel's sentiment blessings to all you wonderful human beings <laughs> and um thank you so much for coming as always it's always so nice to start my sunday with all of you beautiful souls and we will talk sometime this week okay bye bye <laughs>